Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is, is a thing. thing. Yes, Beautiful. Reverberate. Oh, one more time. One, two, three. One, two, three. Yes. You got scared. You were scared for a minute. I know what you were doing. I was saying yes. What did you think I was going to say? Well, I didn't know what note you were going to hit. So I was like, I don't know the notes either. I couldn't tell you a G from a C minor, honey. Well, I don't. I didn't know the girl back. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Hi. Hi, I re- we legit have not talked. When was the last time we talked? Girl. We just had like a mini meeting before this, but before that. Have we talked? It's been a while. I don't know you It's been anymore. like a week. Who are you? I don't know. Okay? I don't know that either. Well, welcome to Around the Way Curls and our reintroduction <laughs> and our relationship. I need to make one adjustment because I forgot to do something. I need to make sure that my Wi-Fi is on. So let me do that. Or not okay. on. Okay. Well, in the meantime, in between time, hi, everybody. We are so happy to be back. We um, did a little reprise of girl you use that word i said i don't know what you talk about but surprise dub though go ahead you don't know what a reprise is Mm -mm. what's that who says that that's funny in 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 um music you you've seen that remember when you used to get cds and they used to have reprises mariah carey used to have a lot of reprises where she would basically take part of the song or or come back in and maybe change it up a little bit, but it'd be its own track. And also in theater, in musical theater specifically, when you're revisiting a moment and you're singing the song that was already sung, you call it a reprise. So we reposted an old episode and that was our reprise. Well, you, I listen, I'm learning and growing every day. This podcast <laughs> stretches me and expands me in ways oh. that... I am forever grateful and karmically connected. I bet. <laughs> Give me some updates, Queen, since we I don't know talked. what they are. Let me think about it. I went yeah. to go, I went to New York and saw mm. um, Basquiat's, Bas- Basquiat, Ciao. Basquiat, obviously. Basquiat. I am learning. Basquiat. I don't am learning. Us. <laughs> and it was, it was really, really, it was fun. I went with, um, took Jojo up there and she was unamused and ready to leave. But I know I planted a seed. I know I planted a seed in that child's brain. I highly recommend folks go to see it. It's, it was, it's beautiful because it was curated by his family. His um, sisters curated it. Mm. So it wasn't like an outside institution and they just, 
put together some of the um, images that they had in their own collection. They had this really dope installation of their house where they grew up. And I was just like, it was really, it was, it was dope. Um, I'm trying to get off next week at some point or the week after rather to go, to go. You should go. And it's, it's, it's going to be going on for a minute. It's going to be going on for a minute. Um, So that felt really, really fun. And then I went to go see my artsy boys um, piece. He has a piece as well, which was just, just beautiful. Just beautiful, really short. You guys should go take check it out. Um, it's at what the, do you mean a piece? So he did the um, he was the director of photography for another artist's piece. But I learned something, girl, that blew my mind. Once you get at a certain place as an artist, you are no longer actually doing the work. You are hiring other artists to make your art. Apparently. Oh. Artists, I have to, girl. Yes, other people like paint. They do all of it. They Mm -hmm. do, and they're like, like, oh, they're they're taking it from my conception, though. Other painters are having other people's painters paint. Other people paint their paint their pieces. Yes, and then they sign it and say, "Look at my art." That took oh, me yes. out. That, that took me out. I have out. a whole documentary for you to watch on I that. We need to have Black one here to talk about it because he's just like this shit is wild. I felt hurt. I felt hurt by hearing that. Um, mm-hmm. But also, at the same time, it gives up and coming artists an opportunity in so many ways. It gives them a paycheck. It helps them to kind of eat off these successful. No, that's artists. not your art. Stop. It's not your art, but you're getting your name on an accredited artist's like in the art world community, you're building a name for yourself. Like But a lot not, of people apparently get stuck in that. It's like background singing. Not background singing. That's what they say. Sorry. Anyway. Anyway, shout out shout out to my artsy boy because he was basically doing the work of another artist and it's at the David Nolan Gallery. Um and it was really it was really beautiful. It's really quick. Just sit down and watch it. It's just like on a loop. Um it was a film and I really I had a nice time in New York and then I just recently went to DC. Oh. And I am reminded again that Philly is in fact a hopeless place. And it is a hopeless place for black people. We are oh. deprived of the richness and the variety and the palette, the gorgeous palette of black people in Philly. We went to this place called Hamilton and it was like this after hours it was like the cheesecake fat. It was like an elevated cheesecake factory. It had like this intense menu and you're like, oh, okay. You thought you're like in this fancy place, but it was just riddled, just, just decorated with blacks and all types of niggas. Like there were black women with slits up to their fucking Belly buttons and their breasts spilling over, model-esque, arm-in-arm with chiseled white men in suits. They look like fucking, I don't, I don't know. What's that? Not, not um, Elon Musk. What's the other Amazon nigga? What's his name? 
Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos, just arm in arm with him. Then there was another woman that had just a cat suit on with a thong. So her body was fully exposed. It was just all types of blacks. And it was beautiful. And we just, Philly just gives you one tone of blacks. And we're, we're being robbed. We're being robbed of what's possible. We're being robbed of the real culture. And it made me really sad. Really, really sad. Because whenever I That's go to New the York, culture? You don't go out in Philly, though. No, it's not. Antoinette, it's not happening. It's not happening in Philly. You don't... You, you even, The niggas that do go out that were with me were like, we're, we don't get this in Philly. Like, where, where are we? What do these people do? Where are they coming from? And why don't we have... Well, Philly's this? a blue-collar city. Yeah, they, yeah. It's sad. It's not right. It's 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 desperate, deprived, and mm. monolithic. It's just also, one tone. Shout out to Philly. No, I'm shout I'm, out to I'm home. really really rethinking my my stay here because Girl. it's just not giving what it could possibly give. It's in terms a lot of, of the it, there's a lot of other possibilities. You need to bring your black ass up here. In but, terms right. of black people, no, nah, New York exhausting. But those are those are. Don't you have like an International Workers Day? That's not necessarily an update. I can I can share that in a bit, but you can go ahead. What about lesbian relationships? Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you something. That's another big myth. You keep flipping back and forth. I taught you how to do this. Let me tell you. Put the other screen in the corner so you can see your outline. Child, I think my 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 stereotype and this is me and this is my fault and I admit it and I have a lot of growing to do but I have this stereotype that lesbians have these like spiritual all the lesbians that I know have these like are 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 with the shits they're all into social justice they're all doing their spiritual work but when I tell you my neighbors I have a lesbian couple, when I tell you the toxicity, when I tell you how many times I'm contemplating picking up my phone for domestic abuse, these, all relationships are like, but or, I've, I've held lesbian relationships to an esteem of like growth and like emotional maturity and understanding. When I tell mm-hmm. you, I never heard nobody fight the way that these folks fight. <laughs> I swear to God, it's not funny. It's scary. I'm all, not laughing at them fighting. Seven, I'm six in the morning, four in the morning. They out in the street on, on top of it. They're in the community with the riffraff. <laughs> Shanti. But I just don't, I'm not laughing at that. That's not funny. I'm laughing at the fact that you didn't believe it possible for I lesbians. Like, I, girl. I, I, I held y'all. It's two women. I held y'all in high. That, that's, which makes me think that y'all have some emotional capacity and intuition to say, like, yo, I'm bugging. This is toxic. It depends on the woman. It depends on the type of woman you are. I know that when I was a, when I was a lesbian for a little <laughs> while, when I had my stint, she didn't. Now, we wouldn't be arguing and fighting. But, baby, she was she was tricky and catty and when she had when she wanted to be downright mean that's what the hell she was okay it's tricky over there and she was one of these woke let me put put you in a healing bath type women 
and she and, and the woman hole. came out of her. Okay. And I said, wow, this is too much. I understand that. And I heard somebody else just told me about her lesbian neighbors that are fighting and that she is also tempted to call 911 because it's abusive. Put your phone down. Wait, y'all. If y'all are on Patreon, you got to see how she has her phone up. I'm telling you, there is no hope for anybody. That's that's actually what I've come. That's not true. (laughs) We're all just working through our shit. Nah, they are they are rolling around in toxicity. Just and then I'll be like, and then I see him in the hallway, and I want to be like, toxic. Ooh, I want to like pull the one neighbor aside and be like, yo, this is this is you could do better. You this is bad. Like, I think you need to. Are you okay? Cause that's what you should ask. You should just say, are you okay? And the shame, the shame is all, they because they know they no be don't shame no, her. They, just ask her shame. if she's okay. I know, but that's a really powerful thing to ask somebody. I'm, I'll never forget my dad walking down in our old apartment building growing up, and he knocked on the door when this woman was getting beat, and he was like, I'm just checking on everything. I, I think I heard some noise. Is everything okay? And he would do it all the time, and then finally she left him. I'm not saying it's because of my dad, but it would stop after, you know? No, I think they would jump me. I think if I went down there and knocked us up, is all right, everything we do okay? It together to- I, I hear. <laughs> Are y'all all right? All right, we'll do it together. Yeah, they, they not going to jump both up. of us. They would jump me. They'd be like, bitch, why'd you fuck your business? It's the love of my motherfucking <laughs> life. <laughs> I can't stand you. Anyway, anyway um... I don't even know, y'all. I have been going through hell at work. When I tell you hell, I'm talking like working until 12 a.m., starting at 8 a.m., having dreams about work, sleeping with my work computer in the bed so that I can just roll over and open it. Like Mm. not moving my car and risking tickets because I just don't have the time to get out there. Literally sitting at this computer, stressed, dealing with all kinds of personalities, all kinds of unrealistic deadlines. It got so bad that I looked up and said, you have not washed. And it was three days. Oh, not the white day. And I'm putting myself out there. It was three days Girl. that I had not washed. And I said, you know, and you know it's bad when I, when I give up recording. Because you know, I'm like, this is a business. We can't, we have to treat it like a business. We have to show up. I was like, Girl. Pick an episode to put back out because I can't, I can't. It was such a struggle. The It's been a struggle and I've been managing it and acting like it's not. But this last week, you would have been really proud of me. I sounded the alarm, Rainy not only to my new supervisor, but to her supervisor and was like, this is not sustainable. Figure it the fuck mm-hmm. out because no. Mm-mm. It ended up being really, still really hard. But then on top of that, last weekend, not this past weekend, the weekend before, I knew that my work week was about to be insane. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to go out. I'm going to enjoy my day. No, my cat ruined my weekend because she decided to sound crazy while she was sleeping. What was she doing? And I was like, I sent it to my family like, oh, she's so cute. And then my godmom was like, um, she shouldn't sound like that. It sounds like there's a grumble. Yeah. And I was like, what? She was like, I'm going to send it to my vet because she lives in Pittsburgh. You could do shit like that. New York, they're like, what? I'm not working right now. Fuck out of here. 
She sent it to her vet, and her vet was like, she might have a um, an infection, upper respiratory infection. So what do I do? Shoot out of bed. Now I'm trying to get her in her carrier. I'm just running down the street, weeping, <laughs> literally weeping with this carrier. And of course, I have to walk like seven, eight blocks because... I don't have a fucking parking space at my place. So all these people are like, oh my God, I hope she make it because they think that she's dying. <laughs> I go to the vet, Shanti, and mind you, the people who I talked to on the phone because I called around, they're like, oh, there's a there's an urgent care for cats. Just go there. Well, this urgent care was no longer an urgent care. Now it was, you have to have an appointment. Girl, I got there at 11. I had to wait till 5 no. p.m. Meanwhile, your cat just fine, just <laughs> purring. Girl, they checked her. She didn't cost me $350 for them to tell me she has a kitty cold. Mm-hmm. Who? Did you even know Mm-mm. that there was a kitty cold? They could catch anyway. HIV, too. It's tough out there. I it's know. Real. I know that there's cat HIV. That's Shit. very sad. Yes, because they tried to get me to... Um, to take a cat when I've got her to take an HIV cat. And I said, I don't have the funds. I would I would try. They try to have you have take any. an HIV cat. Well, because nobody will take them. They just go to the ASPCA and nobody will nobody wants to take on that responsibility. It's so sad. But girl, I ended up going next door to this ter oh my God, terrible. Mexican place. Mm, nothing food worse. was shit. Ugh. Nothing worse. Nothing I worse. said, what in the fajita? The ethnic this food like... don't slap. It is upsetting. That was that tastes as bad as that ramen noodle salad them whites made no. me. But I was sitting there and I said, you know what? I'm stressed out. I had no makeup on. I just looked a like dis- disheveled mess. Mm-hmm. Yes, looking like myself in these streets, knowing I was wrong. <laughs> with this cat. With a cat with me. And I'm like, I know... I. I don't know if you have a problem with this. Do you have outdoor seating? I just, she's in her carrier. I'm just waiting for an appointment. So they're like, cool, cool, cool. So they give me a margarita. I haven't been drinking. Drunk as shit. (laughs) One margarita. I'm fucked up. And I'm sitting there and I hate the food. So I'm not really eating the food. And so I get up and I'm walking with her with this carrier. And it's a hard carrier. And I fucking fall. A mess. And You were a mess. I, because I was crying too. So I was dehydrated. And I had on sweatpants. <laughs> I look homeless. You already know I had on sweatpants. When I run out the house, you know my, you know what I got on? Sweatpants. Girl, I had on sweatpants, no makeup. My hair was like this. Looking because, like a deranged white cat lady. Yo. But I fell in front of the urgent care that their doors are glass. <laughs> so they saw me. And they saw me like fall on her carrier. <laughs> and so... <laughs> I, I was sitting there. They're like, "Are you okay?" And they're kind of looking at me like, "Bitch, you drunk." You we it. might call animal services, <laughs> like cat cat service. I was like, then I started thinking. I, I started getting super um, paranoid. I was like, "Is there a cat services? Are they gonna take my cat from me?" Girl, anyway, she ended up being the fuck fine. Everybody kept saying she's so healthy for a ten year old cat. And and that was pissing me off because what's the word they kept calling her? Elderly. Geriatric. And I was like, y'all going to chill the fuck out. Because <laughs> basically you're saying my cat's going to die soon. And I just need y'all to know that when and if something happens to this cat, there will be no podcast for at least a month. 
because the way I couldn't even bring myself to answer my mother's phone calls, my mom was about to drive up here because she was calling my sister was like, I don't think Antoinette's doing well. Barbara said that there might be something wrong with Blue and you know that's her daughter. And I was free, like, I couldn't answer the phone. I was like, you people are asking me all these questions yeah, about my child like and I don't have any answers. Pets. It's real. People with pets. It's very real. Like I've, Blue has been with me. How old is Joe? About 11? 12, yeah. About she's been with me for 10 years. Like, this is my child. That's and the difference is, Shanti, is that this is she's still a baby. She's still a needy, fucked up baby. She is. I she's slept never over there. Up. She did crawl on my head multiple times and needed <laughs> my head. <laughs> yes. So, anyway, this is an aside, but I have not seen my Nigerians because they're all booed up and they ain't got time for me no mm. more. And I knew it was going to happen. Damn. <sighs> but I miss them. And if their ladies are listening, can you tell your homies that I would like the third wheel soon? Next up, I was out. My friends dragged me out. Shout out to Jade. Shout out to Mandy. Oh, and Jade and Mandy brought me to some girl. When I looked at the menu, I was like, what am I doing here, y'all? First of all, Crystal just texted me about the Sixers game and said, I just looked at the score. I hope you're okay. What a bitch. We were arguing, I screaming at each other at Bedvine about the Sixers. But Crystal ended up coming out. Asante ended up coming out. But Jade and Mandy took me to this spot, child, called Catch Steak. I said, Do you even eat steak? First of all, no, because I, you know what? And I discovered something about myself. This is a long update, so we have, we've been gone. I realized that I don't eat steak because I don't feel that steak is for the rich mm. in my mind, which is sad because my mom would always say, Vegetables oh, that's too expensive. We can't eat that because we didn't have a whole bunch of money. So I've always associated steak with this like lavish lifestyle and just being a little too ostentatious. Oh. And so now I just immediately looked for chicken on the menu. You went Bitch, to a steakhouse was... and looked for chicken? Girl, I did. And it was no chicken. Internet shit. But let me tell you, girl, she got like Wagyu or some shit. This shit was a hundred and some dollars a plate. I had two little pieces of the steak. I said, the fuck? That bill was retarded. She got all this something, something, what is it called? Wagyu. When your shit's not cooked. It's like oh, a tuna. It's it? not tuna tartare. Cook. It's a tartare. C- no, it's a C word. Cacciatore. No. Carparica. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, though. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, these fancy hoes. Then we went to get tea afterwards, and I was like, I can pay for this. So I was the broke Steak friend. Steak is just a way to cause congenital Heart failure, like that ain't. Yeah, for the I mean rich. it was the fine. Rich is for j- fucking raw diet. Gwyneth Paltrow will show fine. you how to fucking live a lavish life, nigga. Eat this raw vegetables cooked at two hundred and forty degrees, nigga. That's money. Listen, nigga, it was fine. But the other thing too is that we didn't have a reservation on, and I had on Timberland boots, oh, which brings wow, me to internet. my next I, thing. I <laughs> I had on, but I looked girl. cute. I had on like a, a, it was just like a black top. My little jeggings, they weren't sweatpants, but I did put some Tims on. Mm. And so the as soon as we went, the guys kind of looked at me and was like, y'all got a reservation? Here. And Mandy being Mandy was like, excuse me, and such and such inside. And then this person, that person, she said, oh, well, we're going in there to talk to them. Pardon. Like, she's just on some, you got to act like you belong there you know, if, if that's where you want to be kind of vibes. But I say this because... 
when I was meeting up with them, I was walking down the street and this man was like, excuse me, excuse me, miss, excuse me, miss. Mm. And so, you know me, my ignorant ass, I like rolled my eyes and looked. He's like, I don't mean no disrespect. I don't mean no disrespect. You're a beautiful woman, but you got some big dick energy. And I was like, also, thank you. <laughs> it was weird because I was like, actually, I really, I kind of fuck that. with that a little bit. I kind of fuck with yes. it. And, and it didn't make me mad. But then, I, but then, of course, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, hmm, well, I, it's, I guess it's better than little dick energy. But Mandy always <laughs> makes fun of me because she's like, you're either like a peasant at the, at the, um, what, the farmer's market or you are a lesbian. So you got to like, that's why you're single. In terms of like how I present. So we're out at Bedvine. Uh-oh. And girl, you would have been so proud of me. You went smiling. I did at your these little niggas. thing. I, yeah. I didn't smile. I didn't smile. So this guy was walking up and I looked and I was like, oh, he's he's handsome. And then he kept walking. I was like, oh, he's really, he's very handsome. And then I kept, he kept walking up and then I didn't, I didn't. I didn't, didn't break, I turn my eye, I didn't break eye yeah, contact. Nigga, look at this. But I didn't smile. He kept looking. And, and again, we were in a group of people. So it's intimidating, like walk up to a very loud group of people. It's intimidating to walk up to like somebody in a group. So he walked by me and kept going. But I gave him that look like, don't play with me. Like I'm looking at you because he gave me the, I'm looking at you. And I gave him the, I'm looking right back. But he kept walking. And Mandy goes, she sang Excuse me, Shay Sango. <laughs> and then I like put my head down, like, I hate her. She's like, Bitch, you need a friend like me. <laughs> and what does he do? He walks right over, hello, in, in front of everybody. Yeah. So everybody's like, mm, mm. Ah. And I'm like, Let's walk over here. Girl, he got an Android, but it's okay. We <laughs> grow up. I was like, Green bubbles. But they were fucking with him. He was fine. He's giving. He's giving that a lot of people know that he's very handsome, like retarded handsome. And I started thinking about you and how you're always talking about how I can pull like the some badass men. And I can because he was fine. Like I got to get he's not even brown. He's not even my type. Not type, even type. a milk dud. He's not even a milk dud. He might be a milk. He had a hat on. He might be a milk dud under that hat, but he doesn't even present like what I'm used to. He he's giving works for the MTA. He's giving that. It's giving like the beard is perfect. He just he must have just got a shape up or something. He had like some like I don't know these wild ass shoes on. Apparently they were Gucci. I don't know nothing about that. Everybody else was sizing him up. They knew what he was wearing and all this shit. I was like, girl, I don't know none of that. All I know is his teeth were perfect and his hands were. Well, what's he talking about on large. the on the on the text? He ain't really, you know, the the regular shit. It's giving MCA, but it, and it's and that's fine. He, he we're gonna link maybe, but. Mm. Um, the thing that got me, I just, I'm just out of practice. And so I recognized immediately that he liked the big dick energy right. coming from me, yes. that he was like with the shits on that. Yeah. Like I, I fuck with that. Like yeah. he, he's like, where are you from? Like he could tell that I wasn't from here. I'm telling him Philly. He's like, oh, okay. So we're going back and forth and we're kind of doing this, that dance of like mm-hmm. poking each other. Mm-hmm. And he just, without, you know how they look down at you without dropping the head? Mm-hmm. They just look down at you with their eyes. And he was like, is that really what you wanted to say to me? 
and then took my hand and was like, because I was making fun of him, I was kind of oh, okay. poking with him. And I was like, oh, no, drip, drip. But he was, he was a, wow. Shout out to big dick man. energy attracting big dicks. It's manifestation. It's getting well, manifestation. we don't know if it's a big dick. We don't know. Hopefully, we don't know. But I wish, I wish you, I wish you a good time, queen. What it's giving possible good time. We will see. But it's also giving possible thought. Like well, you, you gotta, might could give me trichomosis if I oh. if I could do things wrong. It's giving that. Maybe. He's just too cute. You ever meet somebody that's just Don't too trust cute? Him. I'm like, not interested. You know me. Not interested. Yeah, I know you. Get the I, fuck out of here. Girl, you would look at him for five minutes and be like, oh hell no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely not. Everybody else is for it because they're like, please go have some fun, bitch. No, I want you to but, have a good time, but. No, I might I might get trichomosis, so we Oh, don't know. well. And then he made like an off-put. He made like this joke about biracial girls, and I was like. Mm-hmm. Well, he said that they are in all of the African-American classes. About liking and- them. And I was like. Oh, mm-hmm. problematic. Yo, fuck that nigga already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Shanti's going to hate you. Like, but anyway, he a, was very let handsome. Let that be an unspoken <laughs> truth. <laughs> Don't say that shit out loud. <laughs> I was, no, I was like, uh, as soon as he said it, it, it Crystal was he over was there like, at the oh, time. Yeah, she I was like biracial girls. No, he was like, oh, okay, I specialize in that, and I was like, <gasps> what? what I wish you hadn't told like, me that. I Ew. know he said that in front of Crystal, and she said, "All right, well, that's where I'll be headed out," <laughs> and just walked away Dumbass. like, "Good luck, bitch." But he was like, no, that's a joke. That's a joke. He, apparently, like, his daughter's mom is biracial, so that's why he said that. But his I daughter's was like, biracial. He's like, oh, that's a joke. I only fuck with white women. I like making biracial <laughs> children. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be what he reveals. He probably is still with the woman. Oh, God. She probably bought him no shoes. All she right, next up. No shoes. <laughs> it's, it's late. We already half an hour into this bitch. So listen, y'all, we are so, as you can see, we're happy to be back. We're happy to be talking. Please, to all the new listeners, we see y'all, we hear from y'all. Please feel free to rate, subscribe, and share Around the Way Curls. Um, I'm seeing the, 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 excuse me, <laughs> the feedback on Apple Music, on Apple Podcasts. They like and us. They really like they us. They like us, so whatever. Mm-hmm. And that goes a really long way. That helps us so much when it comes to, you know, making deals, securing ads, growing algorithms, and all the things. I want to also point out, and thank you to the listener that pointed this out, that you can also now rate us on Spotify. So please, if you're listening on Spotify, rate us there. If you're not listening on Spotify and you have Spotify, just go ahead and rate us there as well, you know? Takes about two seconds. We would really appreciate it. But yeah, shout out to y'all um, for joining us. All right, let's go on hot shit, Shani. What about telling us who you want us to see us collab with? Are there you, is that something that you want to talk about? Oh yeah, I did write that down. And also, let us know who you would like to see us collab with. We have a bunch of collaborations um, coming up that we think that you'll be very uh, happy about. Shanti's coming up to NYC. We're going to record in person. So we are going to front load a lot of episodes. And yeah, we have some exciting guests, but really curious to know what other podcasters, what maybe artists, whoever um, you'd like us to have on. 
because we are looking to collaborate with our fellow creatives. We're also excited about seeing you guys in real life with our first live show in Philadelphia, Philly. I talked disparagingly (laughs) about it and I won't take it back, but I'm from Philly, so I can. But we would love to see everybody at the coming Roots Picnic, June 4th and 5th. We will be there on the 4th Saturday, first live show. Tickets are available at therootspicnic.com. It has an amazing lineup. People are going to show up. We've been locked up for a long time. So this summer is its just its going to be a blast. And it's right around the corner, child. So get your tickets while you can. Yes. Also, shout out to all of our Muslim brethren, sistren, non-binary folks. Happy Eid. It's the end of Ramadan. The fast is over. And folks are just showing up and showing out. Um, And I was reading that major corporations are like catching on to this now. Like Target has all of these Eid offerings. And the West is now figuring out a way to, you know, profit off of religion and Religions of the East. So I I think that's a good thing. Representation I, matters. I Shout great. out to all the cards. Sable will be doing the same. We should have a sale. I should have had a sale. Next year, I will do better. But um, it's it's a very big and special time of the year. So shout out to all of our, our Muslim folks. It's also May Day. Antoinette, do you know what May Day is? Like we're going down, like May Day, or what? It is actually the original (laughs) Labor Day. That was created by Marxist socialists. So, of course, America was like, we can't can't actually (laughs) celebrate that. But the rest of the world does celebrate and honors this day. And they get together and, you know, uh, not necessarily protest, but bring awareness around how to make sure that laborers, the working class is being honored and moving forward with different um, initiatives. Um, In the 1904, the major initiative was around the eight hour work day. So May Day is a big day. It's actually very historically impactful. I think we should all work around creating a four day weekend, even though, Four-day weekend or three-day weekend? Four-day work week. Work week. Um, And shout-out to America for, like, being like, no, 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 we ain't ain't actually going to honor that. We're going to create another Labor Day. But the origin is socialist Marxist roots. So power to the people. Happy May Day, everybody. Get it together. I notice whenever I talk, you look at something else, which is very hard. It doesn't feel like I'm, we're actually communicating. And I just want to bring apologize. that to your attention. That Thank you for, for bringing it to my attention. Upon I'm you, writing. You don't pay attention when I speak. I'm so. writing an email. I do apologize for work. You shouldn't do that. But, well, I apologize. Thank They're you. popping up on the screen. But I will not. I just turned my phone around, Queen. Thanks. Sorry that I have a very demanding job. It won't happen again. Other hot shit. Um, Have you I watched a doc? What? I noticed that you cut me off. Oh, what now you're you just going to pick things. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> a 
Okie dokie. <laughs> what? What were you about to say? I'm sorry. You can go ahead. Marina Abramovic. <laughs> I, I hope that's her name too. I thought I said that shit right too. I don't know how to say it. So thank God you said it. I watched a documentary on a performance artist, Marina Abramovic. Whatever. It's called The Artist is Present. Do you, are you familiar with she her? This lady that just sits and stares. Jay-Z, she like did a thing with Jay-Z. She just sits and she, stares at people. So Jay-Z did a thing with her. But basically, she does more than just sits and stares. She, her and her former like lover and husband, I believe, um, they were incredible performance art artists, right? Long story short, they didn't work out as the art, as their art got bigger and better, they got, they drifted further and further apart. They have like this famous picture or this famous art piece where she's leaning back and she's holding a bow and he's has an arrow pointed towards her heart. And they're just sta- staying there like that. Mm. And if any one of them moves, the arrow will pierce her heart. Oh, but it says God. so much about love, mm. right? And so, like, yes, a lot of people will be like, what? They're just sitting there staring at each other. That was what I was thinking until I watched the documentary. I won't spoil it, but all I want to, I really want to encourage people to watch it and stick with it. I cried at the end. Um, I really wish that I could have seen her at MoMA. There is something about this woman that when she sits, it's not about her just sitting and looking at you. It's about being seen. Mm. And this woman, all of these people come to sit in front of her and she sits there for hours, Mm -hmm. for months. Mm -hmm. She did it for months. I mean, we're talking like 12 hour days where she's sitting in the same position. She has all kinds of issues with her back. She's not going to the bathroom. She's not eating. She's not anything. It's like ruining her health to do it. But she's doing it so she can sit and be present mm. for these strangers. That's monk And so she closes her eyes and she looks up at them. And then some of them will cry. Some of them will smile. But you have to see how she looks at them. And she'll see something in them. Mm. And maybe, and you might see her like, I can see, she's just like, I can see people's souls. You can see deep Do, sadness. Is she, um, she's talking in the interview? Is it just about her or is she engaged in the in the? No, she's engaged. She she definitely had something. To, she put, she helped produce this doc, mm. definitely. But her lover, so her lover was the person that she used to sit across from for the hours and hours and hours. When they broke up, her husband, she started doing it with other people, Right. The whole point of all of this is to see how you feel in the moment, mm. if you're present. How what what does it bring up for you? And there is a point where they do reconnect in the film, and he had never he hadn't sat in front of her for years to do it. They were the staple people, and finally he sits in front of her. And the whole thing is that she doesn't move, right? And there's just this moment where she has her head down. And when she looks up and sees who it is, you see her mm-hmm. and him and all of their it, it, all of their emotions, their love, their feeling, their pain, mm-hmm. their longing. It's captured in like three seconds. And then there's just this release and you have to see it. And the whole room just erupts with like 
applause and they're just gasps and they're just like, we can't believe we just witnessed this very human experience. It's incredible. I was not in the beginning of it. I was like, all right, now I'm trying to be more artsy fartsy friend, but you're killing me. I don't want to watch this shit, but it is absolutely incredible. Incredible. And yes, she did some, Jay-Z asked her to be in his, um, what was that? Picasso baby video. And he never paid her any money for it. He was supposed to donate to her thing. I think he probably fixed it now, but she did come out and say he was supposed to donate to my art institute and he never did. Damn, Jay-Z. God damn it. But yes. Speaking of incredible art, are you watching Atlanta? No. When when, when am I going to watch Atlanta? I watched this documentary like three weeks ago. I wish we could talk about this because... We are. We're going to... I'm going to watch it and we're going to talk about it with our guest that we will have on in two weeks. This episode Because he wants to talk about it. ...is just probably one of my favorites, but they're doing... They're just doing incredible work. I, I thought you were... You had been watching it, so I would talk more about it, but I won't even mention it. Well, I'll wait till we... More to we come because I have but, to catch uh, up and watch it and we'll talk about it. Another artist that... I really love is Duran. Now Duran got big on social media and Duran is a rather an, an incredible singer. But you know like the social media singers, I don't know. It just you just don't at least Duran, me, I'm looking it up. I don't I'm connect not as you. much. It just it's just, you know, something that you look you just look at, but you I don't necessarily really take in the skill and the amazing energy that they give off. But when I went to DC, I went to see him perform. Duran Duran? No. Duran. <laughs> um, it's not on social black. media. No, you just have to look up. Maybe he's not on social media. He is. It's definitely saw him on um, social media. Anyway, sorry. I, I derailed you. Anyway, I, I saw him perform. Um, Amongst some other performers, but he is a motherfucking star, and I just wish him so much success. His energy was just dynamic, and he just carried so much of the performance. And I, it's so much is lost when we're just not able to see people in in real life in real time. Um, social media and just these videos don't do it justice. But shout out to Durand. In the in the links, I will share his actual handle, but um, you you definitely see him before. Mm. And black, white, he's black. It? He's black, black queer guy, amazing singer and performer. Um, he may be at the roots actually. He may be at the roots. He may all, all mm. look, but hot, hot skip, shit. Skip this next one. Go to go to pop culture. Child. Your queen right now. <laughs> this is old news. I, I am not up at all in terms of what the most She lost cur- today. She they lost. They threw her they threw her suit out. Yes. I should have I just want to talk about Black China and <laughs> the things that came up. The ghetto and the beauty and the revolutionary acts of black. Don't count this black woman out, but the fact that you think she's revolutionary, <laughs> I can't tell the people why you think she's revolutionary. I found though. out on the shade room or something that Black China doesn't have a bank account. <laughs> this nigga does not have a bank account. And what was the other thing? 
it was just the fact that she has not, she has 26, how do you have $26,000 purses, multiple purses with no bank account? What kind of covert fucking (laughs) off the grid She's hardly off the grid. And then you said that she was a revolutionary because she was trying to take this white man's money. She is. Not that she's trying to. (laughs) She has these white people paying for her lifestyle and living a pretty... I mean, I don't know the quality of her lifestyle. She may just have a bunch of bags and she's living somewhere. I mean, (laughs) she don't have a fucking bank account. Do you know? How how do you make any transactions? Off of PayPal and Cash App? I don't know. But in terms of everybody is... <laughs> everybody she, that's, is... She needs to get a Venmo commercial then. Romanticizing getting off the grid, right? Like getting getting out of having a bank account. Because when the system fails, you know, all your money's tied up in the bank. They can do whatever they want to do with it. You know, like get get off the grid Get these white people to get reparations, like all these talks that the liberatory statues. Shachi, you that, think that, <laughs> that Black China black, is off the grid and is getting reparations have a bank from the Kardashians? But do if you, you don't no, no, have no. a bank account? Do you know who Black no China way to is? Track her money. She has like reality shows and everything. The fuck With else? No like, what do you account? mean? Where is that money going? <laughs> the government can't track it. I, no, maybe she doesn't have a personal account. She, she has to have business accounts. Girl. Shanti. She hasn't, but even if she has business accounts, right? Her personal assets, they can't. Niggas, try. This is what the rich <laughs> are trying to do. You can't touch me. There's no trail to my money. You she hasn't paid taxes in five years, nigga. I like, do not <laughs> want around the way girls listeners to think. No. That we are telling we, them to live like black fucking listen, China. Yo. But we do. Everybody's like black liberation, reparations, get these white people to give black you all of this. Black China is black get, liberation. Get, get Her name all, is black China. To give you all Bitch. this money. <laughs> listen. Listen, women yeah. don't have to take care of their kids if they don't want to. Feminist, you know, approaches to, to life and mothering. She don't take Wait, care of Wait, go back. <laughs> what? She don't care of her kids. Wait. She don't take care of her kids either. Evidently. How do you know that? Rob says it. Rob's like, I take care of all these kids. I You only see her once a week, twice a week. And that's her business because... As a woman, she can make choices. The the roles are reversed. He's taking care of all of the the domestic duties while she's living her life, having Y'all, autonomy over getting, her body. Nah, we're getting a one. sneak peek into and what also- Shanti really wants her life to be like. <laughs> she doesn't want to take no. care of her fucking kid. She doesn't want a bank account. She wants white men to buy her bags, and she wants to steal their money and call that freedom. It's reparations. Get out of here, It's reparations. Yo. It's her form of rep. It's her form of freedom. She not just like Black China is the most unfree woman. Ever, what do we got her name is about? Black China. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I can't. That nigga does not look like herself either. Like, who? What are you even? But listen, it's her mother for me, Tokyo Tony. I think that's life. her name. I'm telling you, I think that her her mom's name is Tokyo Tony. And Black like, China, guys, guys. It's transracial at this point. They are no, far ahead it's... of their time. <laughs> When you decide you like somebody, I, you really you will find a way to support them. 
I <laughs> through I just think bullshit. that we you know we 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 want to say all these things, but when niggas is really getting their reparations, having autonomy over their body, living a feminist life of choice, and also saying, what is the feminist fuck- life of choice that she decided that she don't want to take? Yeah, care of her she don't want to. She motherhood is actually not for her. And Rob, you take <laughs> on the rules, okay? She has two children. She also has a kid with Tyga. Who's really? Kylie's ex? Yes, that's why it's all tricky. It's very weird. That's all. It's convoluted. And yo. apparently, she's like whooping ass or threatening them. She was threatening to kill them. She threatened to kill a lot of it's them. It's the ghetto over yes. at the Kardashian house, for real. For she, real. He it, got it's, scars it's, it's on his body, like my next door neighbors, the type of shit. That's, that's like, what I'm saying. How many times is the right? police being called? You can't be free. You got another Kim K thing on here. Apparently, she removed her BBL. Who told you that, and why do you believe it? I don't know. I saw it on Instagram. Let me see. Where on Instagram? Why are you making all that noise? What are you playing with in your hands? What on Instagram? Apparently. Look at her her Googling. First of all, she looks nuts with blonde hair. I just also want to say that. I hate her. First of all, she's playing homage to Marilyn Monroe. She has on some $25,000, $26,000 dress Marilyn Monroe wore. To the Met Gala. Does she have a wig? It's a wig then? It's not really the... Um, I'm pretty sure okay, it's a wig. Good. She's done the blonde thing before. Apparently, I saw... Also, the Met Gala is going on, and <laughs> I am in sweatpants that have a hole in between the legs, and I'm sitting there looking at this, like, trash, terrible outfit, and meanwhile, <laughs> look at my record. Just poor. Can't put two pieces of clothing <laughs> together at all. Yes, yeah. I see it. I see it. I see it. Kim Kardashian. She may have reduced it, but she didn't get rid of all that butt that she put in there. Because her butt used to be retarded. Let me tell you one thing. I have thing. to stop saying that word. That's not right, apparently. Let me she said her butt used to be stupid. Let me tell you one thing. Kim Kardashian moved the fucking dial in terms of body modification and normalizing. I don't care what anybody says. Yes, she was copying oh, black agree. women, but Kim Kardashian changed the culture. And now she is going back to her white woman roots. And I wonder, I wonder no, if we are now getting you went out too far. of this. I wonder if this collective body dysmorphia is going to go back to the 90s. Wait, wait. You think that because Kim Kardashian took some of that fat out of her butt, because she ain't take all of it, that somehow... I don't know. She no longer has body dysmorphia? Oh, no. She probably still has body dysmorphia. But maybe collectively we're going to be like, we're going to look back at this time in the bodies and be like, yo, we were bugging the way we did with our eyebrows being thin. We were bugging because we actually look like bugs. You look like ants, ladies. <laughs> okay? You're... Cut it the fuck out you with are this. You literally looking... I keep seeing them. I walk down the street and see them now, and I'm like, y'all got to stop. But and also, stop. FYI... I saw some shit on Instagram because where I get my news. All of y'all going to Columbia and DR to get your teeth done, to get your bodies done. In the U.S., doctors will not fix anything. So if your teeth, if your tooth breaks, you have to go all the way back to Columbia to get it fixed because That's... it is an insurance. Like it's, it's they won't take that risk. They're like. You didn't get this done in the U.S. We don't know what kind of work you've done. Anything could happen if I work on your teeth, That's your body, or this. and fucked up as if America does the best work ever. I don't know. I'm not that. saying it's not. I'm just issuing a warning to all y'all. Oh, but just better be careful. It's going to get Miami, tricky. Like the, like the top-notch 
services that we provide in the USA. Just wait till you go for Miami if you're going to do it now. Child. Anyway, Kim K, she she normalized body work, but the same way that Pamela Anderson normalized, you know, the big breast implants. Sex tapes. Let's also put some respect on Pamela Anderson's name for being the one to pave the way for the sex tapes. She had a sex yes, tape? Yes, girl! That was a, with the, what's his name? Bobby, Billy Bob Thornton. What's that nigga name? No, was that Billy Bob Thornton? Who's Billy Bob that's Thornton? That's Angela, that's, um, what's her name? Angela Anderson. What's her name? No. Pamela Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's her name? Angela Jolie? No, what's her name? Pamela, Brad Pitt's ex-wife. Pamela, what's her name? Pamela Anderson was the one that paid She was with way. Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Who the fuck is Billy Bob Thornton? Oh, Angela <laughs> Jolie. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, is that her name, Angela Jolie? I don't think that's her are name. You, are we high? Where are we? <laughs> yeah, nigga. What is that? Like? Angelina Jolie. Oh. I'm like Angela. <laughs> I was like, that can't be her name. I, that don't. Angelina. That's not coming off my tongue the way it used to. That was her ex. But we're gonna put Billy some Bob. respects on Pam too. Pam paved the way. She took the shame that made the way for Kardashian. These white women are also. Changing and shifting the culture. It's white excellence, okay? So, just want to put that out there. All right. Pamela Anderson um, thank was, you for that. was, she was a hot commodity child. Remember her? I used to watch her on Baywatch and lose my fucking mind. Were you a like, fan? Wow. I love oh. Baywatch. I would go home and watch Baywatch after Power Rangers and be like, wow, she's saving them. She'd be running. I, I thought was, she was I really would never pretty. I'd go to that beach. I'd be like, this is a dramatic. That beach was fucked up. It was always yeah, something happening on that damn beach. beach. What was the other dude? Um, David Hasselhoff. Nah, that he was, was the other one running. Mm-hmm. He's a racist, right? He might <laughs> I be. I think it came out the. <laughs> Hasselhoff I know, is giving racist. You, I believe it. I think he was drunk and racist one day. Or that maybe was no he was Gibson. just drunk. No, David Hasselhoff too. Can you Google that? Is David Hasselhoff racist? We don't know. Anyway, the Met Gala is today. I haven't. I can't tear some up. I haven't seen the things. But I Blake Lively, Rihanna's Nate, top tier. I just want to point out. I just want to point out that Shanti has interrupted me. Yet again. Oh, my my apologies. But I didn't like Blake Lively's outfit. I like the little Selena Gomez outfit. And I think Janelle Monet looked nice. And there was some white man that I was like, oh. Do you know that Sansa Stark is pregnant again? She's there with her. She picked the weirdest looking Jonas Sansa. For, her, for her husband. It's weird. You know who Sansa is? Remember Sansa from Game of Thrones? Yeah. Oh, she's married to a, um, a Jonas brother? The Jonas yeah, Brothers, the they don't play with, they, 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 they have real unconventional partner choices and I'm with it. The other, the other brother married a, an Indian woman. She's like the queen of, you're she's so like, late. I gotta go. <laughs> but she's like seven, 17 years older than him. I'm, I, I So respect. what? She's I'm gorgeous. Just saying, I respect their choices. They got real, they got real interesting taste. Speaking of that, I forgot to tell you that I'm a Harry Styles fan now. I love Harry Styles. And Why? I just, Why? he's dynamic. I think he's a rock star. He's just a rock star. And I love I his I don't know nothing song. about that man. Well, he's also dating a woman 10 years his senior. And I I love that for them. I love it. These men are getting their fucking Maybe life. I need a young man. Get you a, get you a, 
23 year old sounds like hell never but. <laughs> never politics come on china you got you talking Have about you heard china about china you stuck on china black china and china go ahead girl have you heard I know what's going, going on in China. China. Go ahead. I want to hear your version. China is martial law. This is a Hotep's wet dream. It is a conspiracy <laughs> theorist. Revelations come true. <laughs> it is hell over there. Apparently, they have zero COVID protocol. Where they it, have all the COVID protocol, they have zero COVID tolerance. Tolerance where they are. Lo- people are stuck in their homes for. M- they're going on like month two. They can't even go out for a walk. They are sealing people's apartment entrances and causing mass hysteria because it's a terrible fire hazard. It is lock martial law lockdown. Now, I don't be trusting all the YouTube montages all the time, but apparently I, I did see a montage where they were, you know, saying they were starving. The kids got to go to school in a hole. What? In a whole, um, what's that suit? Hazmat oh, I thought you meant suit. a hole. No. Oh, a hazmat Like little suit. kindergartners wow. are in full hazmats. It's hell over there with no sign of letting up. China, China is tricky. China. China been tricky. China, China got China that whole none of this. social control on lock now. America better take its cues from China, but. No. That is, um. That's scary. And That's I wanna... terrifying. There's got to be a, a healthy balance because we over here, like, mass, <laughs> Philly was like, we're instituting the indoor mask mandate. And it was like, mm, it's like, no, it's cool. Three days later, I was like, y'all, it. Th- t- two days later, they're like, never mind, it's cool. <laughs> that nigga didn't die. We thought they was going to die, but these elderly people are, are holding <laughs> through. It's okay. <laughs> Roots picnic that is coming so up. We're not playing. Irritating. <laughs> I was like, Philly, yeah, one fucking job. What you you got something on here for uh, Joseph Robinette Biden as well? Yeah, apparently we're getting closer and closer to to actually hearing an outcome concerning these cancellation of student debt. They are considering um, canceling a certain amount of debt for folks that make or that have an income below a certain level and apparently two thirds of student loan borrowers in the U S earn under a hundred thousand dollars a year. Joe. <laughs> it is, that makes it complete is, sense to me. It's hard out here for us all, but I, I, I really do hope apparently I heard there was a number of like $10,000 he was trying to forgive, but that makes sense. Like that feels, that feels like it makes sense and i hope that they they see it through because biden said i gotta get reelected. now what else can i do right I, midterm elections coming up he's like what can i say i there. did covid's gone apparently like covid is not gone i want to be very clear covid is ramping back up in new york didn't and Fauci say the pandemic up. has ended yeah, he had to walk that back though. He was like, oh, like oh, "Never oh, mind, they, they, they did die though. <laughs> never mind, <laughs> <they did die. laughs> my bad. They did die. I had said it wrong. <laughs> Is I apologize, okay? everyone. I just dropped my ring light. Nothing to see here. Um, I will say though, you know, this whole thing with China because we are a global world, all collected, collect, uh, uh, you know, collective, collective. 
we one thing can't happen without affecting all of us. That you know these ports, the 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 shipments have slowed due to the pandemic. Um, we're still and due to the war. Well, that's a whole other thing. Due to we're still haven't recovered from the shortage of chips and w- whatever the hell they making over there. You know, China does supplies everything to the world. But we're going to... Did you just say chips of all the things to say? They do. No, you actually chose, computer but chips. But did you choose chips? Chips, computer chips. Oh, computer chips. Yeah. I thought you meant like no. a, a no, potato you know, chip. Baltimore's I was about to... providing the best chips to the fucking community. Stop <laughs> There you go. That was another clip running. I was going to use, us talking about homegirls and rap snacks. And no, Uts. Uts say is, listen, Baltimore is best. This is one thing they still produce, and it's the motherfucking chips. But I think that we're all... We have yet to really feel the impact and consequence of this, as well as the war in Ukraine, that being the loss of fucking wheat. The Ukraine produces and Russia produces a huge, huge majority of wheat that goes out to the world. And these niggas have not been able to sow their, put in their crops. So come Come the time when there should be harvest time, there ain't going to be no fucking wheat for a lot of the world. So we're going to feel well, it. Well, you feel it if you have money invested because all your investments are down. Child, we're going to, I, come, come November, come December, come the new year, we're all going to see the consequences of this in a, in a real way. So you better start hoarding your, your wheat and flour and shit. Get your canned goods together, child. Here she go. It's All right. Crazy. Well, <laughs> well, you know, we want to hoard your max. the spirits a bit, please. <laughs> as Shanti continues to talk about the demise Listen, of the economy and the world. What's new? We will be the new dinosaurs soon. Um, in the meantime, in between time, we do have voicemails from these Yay. fine listeners of ours. So we're going to play two today. One woman... Got cut off, cut off, and called back, and then we have another one after that. So here we go. Can you write this down, Shanti? Happy Easter. Um, I just want to say that, as usual, I love you guys, and you guys bring so much laughter and joy. And listening to this episode of God, Are You There? I was reflecting on the things that you were saying, and um, Antoinette, I I feel you on trying to find your purpose and, like, questioning and all these things because how do you let God use you? And, girl, I don't know. Sometimes it's raggedy. However, I shouldn't say that on Easter, but um, I truly think that I, only my opinion, and, you know, who am I? I think that you guys are doing um, God's work, right? I mean, for example, like Antoinette, you show up on a shitty day, on a day you don't love yourself, and on a day that you are like, girl, look at me today. I'm, you know, feeling yourself, Beyonce moment, you know, and you share that with the world, and that is truly bringing, you know, joy and and realness to a person or what you've been through and in, in your past that you share with people that's a vulnerability that that is doing god's work that's showing 
up and like look I'm okay and I'm still thriving and loving life like joy is our destiny it's the goal and maybe on a really fucked up day you know that someone's crying in their car and they put your show on and and they listen to you and what you're saying and and you bring them peace for that day that is doing God's work that's doing your purpose I mean and then you know duality right Shaka, I feel the same thing. I'm boxed in. Like, I don't really know. Like, that's a lot of responsibility to say that I'm doing some type of purpose. And this is the Lord's work. And Lord Jesus, like, am I, if I fuck this up, am I going to hell? Like, I don't know. But um, I do feel what you're saying, too, Shanti, like, being authentic. And I think that is also all of it wrapped up is exactly that, just being who you really are. And I feel like you ladies do that. You show up on the, you show up on your show and you tell it like it is. And sometimes it ain't right, you know. You can't get salmonella that, you know, that way. But and and politics and all these things. But it's a realness and it's a rawness. And maybe that's God's purpose. Like, you know, who knows? I don't know. Just a lot to sit on, you know. And I and I think about it too. And as a mother. I think about, am I doing the right thing? Am I am I showing them? You know, we don't go. So I got cut off, and I don't know if I was talking too much and rambling, or that was uh, the Lord saying to shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. But anyway, um, <laughs> I just want to say one thing about um, Antoinette, you want, when you said you were, like, church and, yeah, the white hymns. You know, that's hard, too, because you struggle. I went to church like that my whole life, and as a Hispanic, that is, like, the way of life. But, Lord, that was so damn boring. Uh, Lamb of God, you take away. Like, that, mm-mm. So, I say all that to say, I think that you guys are doing, you know, some of God's work. Maybe you have a bigger purpose. I have no idea. I don't know him personally. Um, if you do hear something, let me know as well. But you guys do bring joy to people, and that is legitly what I think in the human experience and in life what we are here for in a sad day and a down day is having someone or something to ground you and bring you back. Like, it's going to be all right. Like, it's ghetto here, but there are people doing the work. So um, keep showing up and being y'all. Y'all are amazing. And I love y'all. I feel like we're friends. I feel like I'm talking to a friend right now. Have a great day. Happy Easter. Hey, girl. Yes, um, calling on the Lord's Day on the on the know, on the resurrection. Right. I I don't know if she said her name. Damn. But shout out to you, sis. That was nice. And us I, figuring I, it out. I love when yeah. callers call and just be like, I don't know either. <laughs> and process it too. Like, maybe. Wait. <laughs> yeah, I, I think um, I, I left that episode too. You kind of stomped me when you were like, I think that. When I was like, I don't, I don't know care if I have a purpose. purpose. I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah, but um, I think that I think that what you said, though, being your authentic self showing up as your authentic self and figuring out what that is because you don't always know, right? I think there's a lot of trial and error. But I do think along the way, like she said, to if you can make this 
or that journey easier for the next person. Maybe that's all it's about. Maybe. Or maybe we're just in God's like reality show Uh and God is somewhere with the television clicking between channels, laughing at our asses. I used to also think that when I was little. I don't know. But there's one more voicemail. We're going to listen to that as well. Okay, so I'm very nervous leaving this message. This is Yolanda from Virginia, a.k.a. Yo-Yo's Plants on Instagram. Um, I just wanted to say uh, about the latest episode around um, Zaya kissing her boyfriend in public. Uh, I think that the shame around showing affection once you become a teenager is, like, really bad. Like, why is it that when we're kids, we can give kisses to family, friends, people kiss us, like, sometimes unrequested. Uh, it's like affection is normal, and it's, it's so over. Like, it's given a lot as a kid. Like, you're always getting hugs and kisses. But as we start to get a little bit older, it becomes, like, taboo. Mm-hmm. It's just don't go kissing that boy in school or don't, you know, do this and don't do that. And, you know, if you do, say, kiss someone to Shanti's point, then you're fast or you're a hoe or you're, you're out there. Um, I think that giving your little boo a kiss, trans or not, should be okay. Like y'all said, Zaya wasn't tonguing the boy down. For me, I guess this hits home because my older sister had a baby at 14, so my parents kept an extremely tight grip on me. They never discussed affection or good touch with me. Mm-hmm. This led to me experimenting with men and women, sometimes just out of defiance and sometimes out of curiosity. I love Shanti's point around letting go of the tight grips parents can have on kids. So those are just my thoughts. I love your podcast. I'm an active listener. I love that y'all are active on Instagram. Um, y'all always respond to my uh, Instagram posts. I appreciate it. Thanks, y'all. Keep being great. That's, yes. a, that's, that's great. Yeah, Yolanda. That is great. That, it made me think about when you brought up um, how your partner, when we were talking about when we were talking with Good Moms, Bad Choices, and how we were talking about touch and fuck boys, and how you were you brought up that your partner mentioned you get so much touch as a young boy, and then all of a sudden it's taken away from you. And so the only way you can find more touch is through very, you know, is through various kind of sexual, quote unquote, adult. Yeah interactions yeah. instead of still being offered mm-hmm. that kiss and that mm-hmm. that embrace yeah, or just recognizing you just want to be touched it doesn't yeah. and yeah i just i just i, I yeah child yeah mm. that's hard especially with the parents you, your baby has a baby at 14 and you want to you want to protect yeah. the others from that uh just from that experience so child I think, yeah, that's a whole other thing around, like, normalizing your growing young person, right? Your budding young person, normalizing them being affectionate with people who aren't family members in a more intimate way. And you as a parent trying to, oof, can't wrap trying my head to around reconcile that. that. Can't wrap my head around that quite yet. I can't. I'm a cat. I know you got a 12 year old. It's no, coming. I, I don't know if I would, I don't know how I would feel. And I, I think we talked about it, but I don't know how I, I would process that. You know, listen, let me tell you one thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. My, one of my biggest pet peeves 
is seeing 14-year-olds in the street, middle schoolers fondling each other. I don't like what to see... What do you see, mean? When do you see the I don't like to see... Fondling each other. The little girls... The 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 little girls like leaned up against the guy the the boys and they're like touching each other. It, it's a maybe in a it's sexual a way. Or they're just holding each other. They're, like they're booed up, cuddled up. Yeah, for some reason, like I think up. maybe it just triggers me or something. But I don't like to see young girls being pawed and touched in public by these young boys. It makes me cringe, and I have work to do. But I just, I don't, I don't, I think that young people exploring their sexuality is natural. I think that it isn't something that should be repressed. But I do not, I think it's a very slippery slope. I don't think that 14 and 15 and even 16 year old kids should be having sex. And it's a strong urge and it's, it's there, but I don't want to. I don't want my daughter to be fourteen and be having sex because the the consequence. It's not the act of sex. It's not the act that they shouldn't be exp- exploring their sexuality, but the the act of sex is so consequential, and is so. It's like it it blows your mind. It takes up so much of your time and your your. It invites so much emotional, heavy stuff that I don't want her to be dealing with that 14. I don't think anybody's disagreeing with that. I think it's interesting when you said pawed, because when I, I don't see 14, 15 year olds often. You don't? Um, we're getting pawed. No, I'm never outside. When am I outside? But like, I do see them. I live by like, you know, a train station. I see them. They might be holding hands, walking down the that. street. Or they sometimes they're leaned up against something. The the guy has his arm around her. Yeah, what is this pawing? I He's just, like touching her breast. Yeah, I just don't, like, I don't you, like to see them all do you over see them. The I don't fuck is going on in Philly. I don't like to see the young boys. And it, again, it's gendered. It yeah, just triggers really something in me because I know that they hot in the pants. He got a little boner in his pants. She probably panties all ruined for the day. Like they ready. <laughs> right. They ready to skip hooky and go start some shit that's another that's a whole other podcast and i'm gonna work through it but very against teen sex and in so many ways and a lot of 14 like young middle schoolers engaging 14 is high school but i hear you (sighs) also i I mean i i don't i i think it's also maybe linked to you having sex at that age and you knowing oh i know it i know it it just takes up so much it's, it, I wish that wasn't where my energy and my time was. I wish that it was somewhere else. I wish it was. I know it. And then you just start dealing with heavy emotions because sex is a powerful. It's not. It's not for play play. It's just not. Unless, unless you try. Unless you try. Unless you try to play. Unless you try to play. Because it's one person on this podcast ain't had sex in 2022. I'm, I'm saying and it's I'm hard. Saying, it's been hard. I'm I just, saying unless I just you try to play, play. But it's not for 14 year olds. You don't, you don't have the your brain's not formed yet, child. No. The judgment. <laughs> your brain ain't even for you, right? Well, the, thank you for calling. And and if you have, if you too 
want to call and share your thoughts, your grievances, please call us at 215-948-2780. That is 215-948-2780. And also, if you would like to watch this podcast instead of just listening and hearing us on the break as we usually talk for way too long further about these topics and other things, please join us on Patreon. Uh, And we want to thank the new patrons. We have Chow, the first name got me. Chanda? Chanda, Is it Chanda? Joy. Chanda, Nicole M, Naruda, Destiny P, Raven C, AJ, Sharice B, and Lillian A. Shout out to you. You know who you are. Thank you so much for joining us. Shout out to Naruda, who also shared that they, too, went to Psychic Jackie, Cosmic Jackie. So, I tell you, Cosmic Jackie, Cosmic Jackie gets the fuck around. She ain't a joke, Philly legend, icon out here getting people together. Can you send me her stuff one more time? I'm going to save it. Send it to me right now. Because I want to go to her. um, I would love to go to her Mother's Day weekend, but she's probably busy. Womp. There are all the people. Anyway, let's take a break. We're going to come back with our main John. And it's about being friends with your ex. Can you fucking do it? Because somebody on this podcast, they one of their exes hit him up. And it was we like, what? But not trying to not trying to do anything but like a check-in, seemingly. But that's we're not going to talk about that. We're just going to talk about friends with exes. Can you do it? How do you do it? Is it possible? Right after this, are you going to take us out? I'm trying to cue this up for you. After these messages, (laughs) we'll be right back. (laughs) That was the best one. (laughs) As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. And we are back. Shanti's getting on my nerves on the break, but all is well. So Shanti, Shantilly, I have a question for you. As you know, um, I am capable of having... Of being intimate with people and then being like, oh, that didn't work for whatever reason or we're pulling that back in for whatever reason, yada, yada, yada. And having friends, friendships with them. Um, I realized, though, those are only I've, I've only done that with people that I've dated, not people I've been in full blown relationships with because I haven't been in many full blown fucking relationships. But recently one of the people that I was in a full-blown relationship with who I love to this day will always love it's one of those things like I'm always gonna love you like 
doesn't mean we need to be together. Just I'm always going to love you. I'm always going to hope that you're okay. And, you know, I might think of beautiful moments we've shared from time to time, right? Reached out, super random. Reached out with more, um, I guess, updates, kind of like an apology around like, I don't know, more of unpacking of whatever we were, but just a real chill conversation, a little bit of reminiscing, not too much, whatever. And so with this person, it's really interesting because he'll do this sometimes, but then he'll disappear. I'll never hear from him again for like another year or year and a half or something. It's like, well, why won't you just be my fucking friend? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, we can do that. Mm. In my mind, Mm -hmm. that's what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. So I even said like, okay, well, you know, Maybe next time we're in the same city, maybe I'll hit you up and we can like actually catch up in person and be like, hello, hi. Since it feels like to me, that's something that you want to do. We met something to one another. So you, the same way that I wish you well, why not? And so I even like followed up with the person, not on that, but just on some of their endeavors and like looked into some of the new things that they're taking on and like provided um, like feedback and even encouragement. And their their responses were very short. And I was getting that, okay, I shouldn't talk to this person mm-hmm. vibe, mm-hmm. you know, from, from him, mm-hmm. like coming towards me of like, okay, I, I shouldn't have reached out. And it was weird to me because mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Why is this so hard? Hard. So I guess I, I was I was thinking about that and and I have a couple of friends who were around for the relationship and I even talked to them about it because they were like, oh my God, are you gonna are you gonna you think that he wants to? And I'm like, no, he doesn't. He doesn't. Is I'm very clear. He has no intention of trying to rekindle that. But he just will do you don't this know thing. That, but and you're, then, you're assuming that you don't know. Well, I'm assuming that, but I, I'm pretty. By by his way of being, I'm pretty clear about it. So I'm just like, I don't understand why he does this thing where he can't just say, like, I actually do think about you. I don't think we should be together, but, like, let's check in. Let's be friends. And so I guess his, his I do know that his stance back in the day, you know, it was years and years have passed, where his stance was always, once I date somebody, that's it, and we don't work out. I don't know you. I don't want to follow you. I don't want to see you. We cannot be friends. There needs to be boundaries up because I need to move forward with my fucking life, right? But I think that's weird. And I think it depends on how much time has passed and, like, what Mm -hmm. your underlying feelings are. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. I want to hear what you Um, have to say What kind of friendship are you trying to have with him? Oh, if it, I'm not, not saying you like want, a, I'm oh, not yeah. saying you want a friendship like a, but like how do you want a friend? And it's not specific to him. It's not specific to him. This is what just, this is what I'm using as inspiration for the episode. But I would just say with any, with the people that I've dated, I'm able to check in with them. We might see something funny on Instagram and send it to each other. That's it. It's not even like a friend. It's just like a we don't act like we're strangers. Like we've never met. You know, there's a, there's just still connection, familiar, yeah, yeah, respect and connection Mm -hmm. of like, haha, we can joke, we can laugh, whatever. Um, yeah, I'm not trying to like call him up and be like, how was your day? Mm -hmm. No, but if I see 
uh, a song that I know you would like or a DJ, I know you, why wouldn't I send that? Is it weird that I'm sending that? If I send it, do you feel like, oh my gosh, she wants to get back with me? Mm. Like, no. So I guess my question is, what are the boundaries? Can friends be exes, right? Or excuse me, I can't, can exes be friends? It's the dyslexia coming in, it's late. What are the boundaries? Um, I also want to get into family members because it's tricky. I have family members who still keep up with my sister's exes and it pisses her off. Mm. Um, and then I guess it, like I wanted to ask you, like, is there an ex that you wish you were friends with? What, what do you wish that relationship was like? And now that you're partnered, is it harder to be friends with an ex? Like what, what kind of conversations with your partner do you have to have? in order to make that possible? A lot of questions. We'll go through them. I think that, like you said, time is very important. I think this idea, especially when a relationship is freshly ended, that we still want to be friends with them is a way for us to um, rationalize still being connected to them, like us still mm -hmm. wanting to be close to them and not wanting that closeness and intimacy to end. Um, I've d played that out in my head plenty of times. Mm. And I think that that is dumb. And if you're experiencing that right now, uh, this is God telling you that you can't be friends in this moment. But like you said, <clears throat> um, over time, Oh, yes, girl. Over time, I definitely think that it's a possibility. And mm. I think it's an exciting possibility to, like, go to the, uh, be on the other side with somebody that you were, like, intimate with and, and, and who knows you and somebody that you hopefully, you know them too, and to, like, intentionally keep your relationship going because you just fuck with that person. Like, I just like this person. We don't work as a couple, but I still want to be your friend. But I think that's something that has to be explicitly talked about. I don't think it's something that like with most mutual, things, right? you can just assume you have to like work it out and like touch and feel with this. Is it okay that we're talking or, you know, it's confusing to me, you reach out and then you don't like, I'm not trying to be with you. I'm not checking for you yeah. in that way anymore, but I still like enjoy you as a person. And I, I want, I want to continue to be in your life. Do you, and what's the capacity? But I, I definitely think it's possible. I don't think it's possible if you still want to have sex with that person. Oh, okay. Get into it. I think that Why? that I think that is well, you're setting yourself up. If you still if you're still having sex with the no, person, if you or want, if you if you want to have sex with if that if you're person, just sexually attracted to them, yeah. are there exes that you're? Wow. Okay. I think that it. I think you're you're. I yeah. If you like are daydreaming about it or like like know Day that this is a possibility, then I think that that. It gets tricky unless you guys have clear, unless you communicate, because it could still possibly work and be lit. That could be lit if you, but you have to have those clear 
boundaries defined and talked about and worked through of like, listen, we don't work, but the muscle memory is still terrible. (laughs) See, I think that's dangerous. It is dangerous. I think that's playing with fire. I think, well. I think if you have, especially if it's good sex, do not go have good sex with your ex. You won't get caught up. I I mean, my dumb ass would. Most likely, yeah. Unless caught up. It's tricky, but yeah, if the person it would have to be mediocre sex. But if the then what's the point? But if the person is exactly. like, um, I think some people may be able to do that though. You know, it's like we're still friends and we. I, it's tricky. It gets tricky, but I think it's definitely possible. I think it's dope when people, you know, once dated and then, but they still remain in each other's lives and they like check in with each other or they still they then meet the new partner like they're friends they're really really friends mm-hmm. not just acquaintances but like you're somebody that I want in my life no matter do what do you think that's dope when it when you're on the outside looking in or if you're your partner right now if your partner was like oh this is my best friend we used to be we were together for three years it didn't work out but like this is my person is that as dope? I mean, he's he hasn't had that particular circumstance, but he's st- he went to his ex's wedding, like they're still friends, and they're not close friends. It depends on what this idea of friendship is too. Like, yeah, is I'm somebody not, that you're, I don't want you to is have it to like tell Elaine your business and Seinfeld. Like, is it that? Yeah, kind of I don't friend? want you to have to tell your business or his. I'm just saying hypothetically, if he was closer, if if a partner of yours, not even him, was closer. Like really close. With it would definitely their ex. stir. It would stir something in me because they have this um, range. That's range right there. That's range. That's commitment. That's emotional yeah. maturity. That's that's that is. I would respect it though. I would respect it because it, that's not an easy range to to manage. But if they're committed to it, especially in a particular if he's being way, honest with you, right? Yeah, but if they're like, I was like, oh, I, I, res- I'm, I wouldn't go and trife and and be like, I would, I would check my own insecurity. Would it make me feel a type of way? Of course, but I wouldn't entertain it because I would respect that range. That's that's dope. What would you require of him and her, if anything? I would just honesty, but I'm not gonna require nothing. Like I'm gonna mind my business. I'm not gonna say like you can't hang out with her without me there, or I need to know where you hang out. There's a lot of people that would. So it's funny because I feel like, and I feel like there's a lot of men who have a lot. At least in my experience, they have a lot of requirements for women. One who just have a lot of male friends in general. But especially if you're honest enough to tell them, oh, yeah, me and this person, whatever. But that's not that's not the nature of our relationship. Because in, and the reason, the rationale that they give is, is like, yeah, yeah, that's because you don't want to still be having sex with that person. That man will if you ever open that door. So just to be really clear, because that's, they think that every man operates like that. I don't think every man operates like that. But... I mean that possibility Maybe. is open for anybody. If if I'm gonna cheat on you, that's my I'm thing. I'm like, if I'm gonna cheat, I could cheat on you. I could still cheat on you with anybody. Yeah, I could cheat on you if I want. If I really want ex to. that I'm not but friends with, like, no. Well, I think for me, 
it would be, I, I think it all depends. If this is someone who I'm around, I would prefer that. Like that I'm around this person. Maybe she and I even have some kind of friendly relationship. We don't, that's your friend. We're not best friends, but some sort of friendly relationship where I feel like I understand her intentions because I definitely have in the past been the woman waiting in the wing as their friend, hoping that they would see me as something different. And so that would linger in the back of my mind. Mm. But also I think, um, I don't know. I, I think that, yeah, I would want to, if it was like this secret relationship, not secret, it's not a secret, but if it was this relationship and I'm just being honest and I know that this is my stuff, but if it, if it was a relationship that I really just didn't have any clarity on or, or maybe clarity or just insight into, you know, I'm just not a part of it at all. It's just like you have this dynamic close relationship with this person who you've shared really intimate and parts of yourself that you now share with me that I'd be like, what is that about? Like, what's the deal? I would feel weary of the person if they weren't interested in any sort of relationship with me. Mm -hmm. That would be a red flag. Like, ho, 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 ho. But I know that I've gotten in trouble in the past, um, actually with this partner, for, ha for my relationships with men um, and people that I may have shared a kiss with or whatever with. And, you know, he brought up that I didn't have enough boundaries. And I don't necessarily disagree with some of his points. So it was interesting when I was thinking about, like, well, what would the boundaries have to be? We're both, I think, single and dating and this and that. So, you know... When things change, does that mean we aren't allowed to talk? Like all these different things, even though we're not talking at all now. But more broadly, I'm curious to know once a lot of times when you have, I see when folks have these relationships and families get close. And so I have this situation where my sister is mar happily married. And when I say happily, I mean happy as a pig and shit married. And her... One of her partners before her husband, you know, still, I think manipulative is <laughs> very manipulative, but reaches out to my mom to be like, oh, and he only met my mom like a handful of times. Like, you ain't know her like that. But I think he still reaches out to her to see if one, he'll get a response and to like kind of keep him, like keep his kind of foot in the door. I don't know what it is. Absolutely not. But it's weird. And my mom will be like, oh, I feel bad. I sent him a Christmas card. Oh, and my sister's no. like, it's just so inappropriate. No. It's so inappropriate. No. My sister gets mad. She's like, I don't even care because you're going to do what you do. And I know that you are obsessed with my husband because my mom loves him. But it's also just weird. It's also like, yo, give it up. But she's like, I can't get a card from him and I don't give it back. He and, sends and her I cards? He said, but that's why I mean. he manipulates her because I feel like he knows, you know, that, but I don't want to talk about sister's business, but I'm using that as an example. Cause I know other people who are dealing with that as well, where people, I just saw it actually online, even though this is a terrible example, but a little scrappy, <laughs> his mom was like at his ex's baby shower. She does not have a good relationship with his wife now. Like it's a whole thing. And so I just said, I think it's interesting. Like what boundaries do you have with your family 
especially if it's a husband, an ex-husband. Like I have family members where their ex-husbands come around and we're all like, oh, hi. And it didn't end well, but people are still close with them. They, they, they forge their own relationships. And you know me, I'm like, you ain't loyal. So it's very tricky. I don't know. And the case in point with Tina, unacceptable. Raging against the machine. Like, what are you actually doing? That's that's (laughs) not necessary. There's no risk or stakes in that for you to be feigning politeness. Like, it doesn't matter. Stop. Just stop that. But what if it was like a... What if you, you know... We're married and you were with this person for a long period of time and it doesn't work out, but like your whole family knows him. We know him. We have relationships. He might, if we live in the same city, I'm giving you scenarios that I know. We live in the same city. He might come over and help me with my car, help me with this. Like we go hunting together. I'm really talking about my white family now. (laughs) Like we do all of these things. Do you expect for that to stop? What would you require dep- of your it family? It depends on the breakup. And that's so nuanced. Mm. The context is super, super important. This is somebody that so abused what's the me, cheated mm. on me. You know, if it was an abusive, hostile relationship, I, I don't think that that is, I think that that is hurtful to the person. Mm-hmm. But if I was abusive and hostile towards him... Then it's another story. Like, mm, I don't think it. that that's you know, right? I don't. I don't. If your ass is the one that's wrong, yeah, and toxic then what, and what trash, and they're gonna be like, "What? I fuck with him. You're you're the asshole." Yeah, I don't know. I I think it's all with the, it has to do with the context. But I think, I think the baseline requirement that oh, me and my ex aren't together, you can't talk to them anymore, especially after years of like living life and loving each other I think that that's something that you just have to accept or strategize and like but like but you have to have a conversation with your family you have to have a conversation about how it feels and they can also say like well you know what or yeah respect maybe not having the folks come around on the holidays or like it can't be complete. There has to be some type of strategy and awareness of like what the dynamics are just to keep the energy right but yeah I don't know look at you look at you you're uncomfortable (laughs) I mean even in our situations we have we have we have right to not want to bang with some of our friends exes Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. we have we have we we all carry some hostility or like memory muscle memory and we want to protect our friends but like and they're great friends they're probably best friends yeah they're child tricky 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 Tricky. they're that's something but they're very close yeah they're family they that you know they're family i don't know i i would hope for i think that if you both have made amends or like are clear on why the relationship didn't work. Mm-hmm. And you're both clear that you don't want to continue down that path. 
but you're clear mm-hmm. that like you're a dope person. I like talking to you. I want you in my life. I think I think it's sad to stunt that possibility and to like stunt that rain that poss- it's re- it's that com- that 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 practice of commitment and that practice mm-hmm. of like having people in your life that are friends. Like that's Yeah. That's dope. And if you it gets tricky I, I think it's stupid to say, oh, if you're still attracted to that person, you can't be friends because that's impossible to do. Like, you may you may be attracted to that person, but if you want to like right. be with that person physically and you're still entertaining it, and that gets really really tricky and emotionally. Then I think that's something that you like. All right, we actually can't be friends in that definition or it requires a lot of emotional management and honesty and hard conversations to work through that but I think it's a possibility for it's a dope possibility because just because we can't be a monogamous we can't do this one type of relationship why does it have to stop why do we automatically assume like I don't I'm not fucking with you no more it's like no there's so many people person yeah, there's so many people who say once you're an ex, you're just I don't know you. You're dead to me. And I'm like, how? These people change Where each does other. the love go? Yeah, we change each other's lives. We completely redirect each other's lives and make impacts on each other's lives. Why why just cut the pos- that possibility off or that growth or that love? I think it has to do with people not having self-control. Maybe it has to do with people like literally being like I'll I will cheat or I will like maybe they don't see it because it's it's, if they're in another relationship where they feel like they're emotionally cheating it's interesting because I think that we have a really unique approach to relationships whether they're um the typical relationship between two partners who are in love and intimate or uh, friendships or even like acquaintances whatever where we honor it like I had um I had a difficult conversation with someone once and we wanted to be together. There were factors in our way where we couldn't be together. And um we were in talking about that the person and it was it was his factors, his stuff that was in the way um or the obstacle and so he kind of I'll never forget, he put his head down and was like, this is a disaster because he was upset that he felt like he was hurting me. He was hurt. He was frustrated. And in that moment, the first thing I like, I was, I had tears in my eyes because I was disappointed and I knew I was going to have to let go of the possibilities and, and, and grieve it a bit. But I was like, to reduce it to a disaster makes it feel even worse. Mm -hmm. This is so much more than a disaster. This, this was is a portal, really, nigga. Yeah, this like portal this is to something else. To portal to something else. This is really beautiful and a really hopefully honest moment, and a, and a hopefully a relationship that's gonna that's gonna carry on. Mm-hmm. It just might not look the way you wanted to, and it might take us take some time for us to be apart in order to make that work, so we can grieve it and you know reconfigure how we see each other. But I remember, and I remember saying that actually to the person that reached out to me and, and and trying to explain to him why I still had relationships 
with some of the people that I had that I had to say. Like he would ask me, like, "Did you love them?" And I was like, "Yes," because I, I didn't lie. I'm like, "Yes, I did," but I the love has is different. And I was just like, "Where does the love go?" And I remember saying to him, "Like if something happened between us, it doesn't mean that I don't love you." He was like, "That's going to be really hard." for your next person to hear. And I'll be honest, it is for a lot of men. So men, I know that there are a lot of men listening to this podcast. I'd love to hear from you on this because it's interesting how it's it's easy for me to say it. I've never had a man come to me and say, this is my ex. I love her. She is one of my dear friends. Is that a problem? I'm curious to know what would come up for me if and when that happens, if I would be comfortable and like, oh. Um, but lastly, I'm curious to know, is there is there an ex um, that you wish you were friends with, that you wish you had stayed connected to? I wish, for majority, all of them. I wish that I could still mm-hmm. tap in and be like, because they're, they're dope human beings. I want to know what they're doing. I want to see the growth. I want, I... I think it just makes for a far richer life to have people that that you have known you and are a witness to you. And I wish I could still be mm. a witness to their their growth and what they're doing. Every, I mean, yeah, every one of them. Uh, ah, there's there's <laughs> two that I don't care. That one crept up. <laughs> Right, that one was like, wait, 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 wait. There's not two you. in there that I don't, I'm not, in, I didn't, I don't like them as people, so I'm not interested. Oh, I would love to know who they are. I think I know the one, the, fr- the numero uno, and then numero the one dos. that we we both hate. When you, I don't never met this human. When I showed you, you the you, pictures, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> completely un. Oh, I know the other one. Then the one that where you you punch the yeah Amanda's just not thing. not interested in that at all. Not I don't I don't like that person. I'm good, but everybody enjoy. else. I mean, and and it's interesting when you have a child with somebody because you it's like you you have to you have to stay mm-hmm. connected. You have to maintain the relationship. You or have you don't. to. People do it or all you the time. Don't. Look at Black China and Rob. Child, tricky, tricky. She stabbed him. Child, the ghetto over there. It is the ghetto over there. Oh, but apparently she's free. But keep going. <laughs> I think I'm actually making anyway. I I yeah, and I think that we Esther Perel talks about it all the time. But it, there's this expectation that this one person has to be your end all, be all, and anybody else that has mm-hmm. parts of you or has access to you is a threat to this. Thing that you have with your one partner and that's just it's just it's just not interesting it's boring it's I'd not rather, interesting it's not realistic either and it's 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 boring it's, it feels like a prison it does men women stop playing and i think i think it forces you to deal with these baseline emotions of jealousy of insecurity you have to engage with it in that way and you have to be a master of yourself and you ha- it forces you also to be clear in your relationship it's just big it's just maturity levels it's just it's just homeo sapien evolved homeo sapien shit that you're forced to do you just can't she do even this she's been during this <laughs> little break she saw one Basquiat exhibit <laughs> y'all 
She saw one, didn't even know how to say his name, basket. but she came on here basket. talking her Where shit. he from? That she basket. She was like, I went to the biscuit exhibit <laughs> and it was dope. Like, damn brushes it wasn't no he biscuits. He was scribbling and scrabbling, child. He <laughs> was scribbling. And some of the things, they look like a little like gargoyle-ish or whatever, <laughs> but like, it was cool. Like, I can't stand you. Heard you though, queen. Heard you. Dope. So friends with exes, we're into it. We we we're into it, uh, you know. As long as it's on, it's we're honoring as it. Long we as wish it, don't it could make me happen. Insecure and jealous. I'm down. As long as she ain't cooler than me. <laughs> she cooler oh, or you... prettier than me? Hell so no. A friend, so a friend, <laughs> so friends with an ex who got a bad bitch. Now you like hold up, hold up, hold up. Blocked. I don't need to see. Oh, this she shit. fine. Oh hell no. That would make me sick. All right, now we get real out of No, it, it will force, be his friend. It will force you to it will force you to do it. It will force parts. me to do more work. But if I want to be his friend, like his not a friend, but like a maybe a friend ish. Like a you know, oh I saw this song. You would like it. Ha ha ha. How well, you that, doing? Okay, that's cool. A, that's a but if he had like too. a bad bitch, I'd be like, all right. We can't be friends. <laughs> I knew you were gonna sing that at <laughs> some point. Yeah. Jealous of your I'm girl. Jealous <laughs> of your new boo. <laughs> <laughs> Tricky. Like, why she gotta be that pretty? Fuck out of here. Imagine that. He he got like an Aaliyah or some shit. Beyonce is somebody. Be like, I'd be like, or if he started dating somebody who we both who was like his friend during our relationship, and all of a sudden they were the loves of each other's life. Tricky. Child. Yeah, it's tricky. Man, this is a bad kids. topic. Fuck it's new. It's not nuance. <laughs> it's nuance. That's the end of it. It's nuance. We it's don't tricky. know the answer to <laughs> the question. We don't know if she fine. Hell no. She ugly little fuddy duddy. Cool. Cool. She could be my no best problem. friend too. We play BFS. We go. Matter of fact, out. we we go to the mall. Be at her. I don't even she need my you. best friend. That's all love. Right. Invite her over. Shit. Yeah, don't bring no bad bitch in here, though. Cause let her be like, cute. what the fuck? Like, I bring up old shit. Like, remember when you cheated on me? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh. Remember when you hurt my feelings that night? Yeah, he did that, girl. Run. <laughs> It'd be terrible, terrible. Anyway, um, so I'm not emotionally mature enough to handle it. That's the end of this. And I also, what kind of friendship you want to do? What what kind of friendship do you want to have? Because it requ- uh, obviously requires commitment. No, I don't need a committed friendship. Oh, it's like a, it's like not a, a friendship. It's like a check-in. Yeah. Like if I see you in the street, I don't want it to be weird. Yeah. If I'm in town and I see that you are. You have access to me. At a certain spot. Yeah. Like why could, can I pull up yeah. or do I have to avoid you at, by, at all costs? Yeah. It's like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, you're performing. Why don't I come and listen? Yeah. Bring my homegirls. So like, they can throw some keep... gasoline on that place. Set that motherfucker <laughs> on fire, nigga. Yeah, you want a hot set? We burning this motherfucker down, nigga. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> hot set, hot All shit. right. <laughs> you just gave me true Issa Rae right now. I don't know what that was, yo. Oh, my God. Anyway, there's only one per. Let me think. No, there was, there's nobody in your life, I don't think, right now. There's people that's been in your life that I would have had the energy for, but they rectified things. Yeah. 
Child. But you, I, y'all can hear it. Shanti is the most unforgiving bitch <laughs> when it comes to other people's stuff. Shanti be like, I don't give a fuck. I, I had to say, I was like, girl, it's like eight years ago. She was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm he ain't changed. He ain't done nothing. I'm Shit. only playing. You At are this not point, playing. it is, it is. You're not playing. It is a, it is a, uh, what's it and called? And it's a running joke. It's a running between joke. Between he and I. It's no, no, no. Not joke. between me and you. Between he and I. He, the first thing he said, but I was like, maybe I'll, you know, reach out and be like, what's up? And maybe it'll be okay. And he was like, yeah, but will it be okay with Shanti? Oh, will it be okay with Shanti? I was like, where you are you know going? What? Get your ass in the car. I just pull up. You in Philly? Get your motherfucking ass. In Matter of fact, I share my location with you. You just pull up with a block like, B, I'm in the red four. Get the fuck in. Get in the I car. Your, Get in the house. I see your Ultima, you dummy. Like, I got to go. What are you doing? I gotta oh, go. Shanti here. I gotta go. <laughs> Get your motherfucking. Yo. Anyway, y'all. Thank you for joining us. Um, I gotta this pee is the end so of the bad episode. I've had to pee for Do the you? Past. You don't this see whole, me over here? Come on. C- cramp. C- lock it up. Oh my this God, is a good exercise, healthy. Shanti. It's not healthy. It's bad. Come on. Lock it up and lock it in. You can do it. I know you've got the mom incontinence, but it's fight okay, against let's it, boo. Wrap it up now. All right, it's over. We out. We love y'all. Peace. To the gods, old and the new. You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the Way Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good. Shaking hands just months ago. How was your man? Was your man? I'm trying to compose myself, but I just can't.